I'm Julie. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece, um, give it our super scientific rating and chit chat and all that fun stuff. Uh, so Julie, recommendation? Ah, uh, fuck. I always forget we start with recommendations. I'm not doing well. Um, my <laughs> my recommendation um this is very minute but um i got this like ihome edison bulb online okay. yeah it was not too expensive but it's an edison led but it's also programmable oh and you can link it to um like alexa or google mm -hmm. so i i'm changing out a lamp that's on the floor in my in my living room with a hanging lamp that I found on like super duper clearance somewhere because mm -hmm. I'm trying to just like get shit off the floor to make it seem like I have more room because yeah. I feel like I just like acquire things yeah I feel like that's good. like a st so you get the aesthetic but you also get the programmable right like and it has like f like it has like presets mm -hmm. like movie watching and and stuff like that I, yeah, my recommendation, which is also minute, um, and very specific, is watch the movie Crossroads with Britney Spears. Whoa! Yeah, so I watched a podcast, or listened to a podcast, um, shout out Guilty Pleasures, um, that they talk about a guilty, and they talked about Crossroads, and they were all talking about how amazing it was, and I watched it back when it came out, so like early 2000s. And then I rewatched it, and first off, it's written by Shonda Rhimes, so there's that. Holy but, shit, I did not realize that. Yeah, and like, but Britney Spears came up with the concept of the movie, and it's very well acted, and it's very sad, and I think for, like, kind of shows us what was actually, like, it was the writing mm. on the wall for a lot mm. of the stuff that was happening. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think, and I think there was a lot, like, she did this very serious movie, and I think we all wanted a teeny bopper movie out of it. Yeah. And um, we did not get that. We did not get that. <sighs> hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Julie. All right, Laura. Today we are talking about what movie? We're talking about The Way Back. We are in Feral for Feral Month. Um, yeah. There are two movies entitled The Way, uh, Way Back, The Way Back. Um, one's on HBO about a basketball, basketball. And the other one's on Amazon Prime about... A uh, Siberian gulag escapees travel 4,000 miles by foot to freedom in india and man it's a rip roaring good time <laughs> um i i love that we watched this movie 
Because the whole time we watched it, I was like, I will, I will be, why are we still going? Why, why didn't we all die yet? Laura, when they, when they got to Tibet and I tell you that I forgot that it told us in the summary that they were going to India. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, thank God they made it. And then they were like, we have to wait three months and go to India. I was like, oh my God, they're, they're never going to get there. It's just one kick in the balls after another. After another. And our boy, Colin Farrell, our boy, like both of we own him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not in it that long. Like they advertise him as like being in it and he's in all the trailers for the whole thing. And he pieces out at the end of Russia. Which, uh, no, did, no, he made it to Mongolia. Oh, Mongolia. Yeah, like he made it. Uh, if you look at the mileage. Yeah. <laughs> He's in it for a long time. But if you um, storyline, he's in it for 40 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, and I actually, I do actually love that he's like solidly a supporting character in this. Mm-hmm. Who is just spouting Russian at yeah. the start of the film. Like, just, is there anything Colin Farrell doesn't do? Because we've seen him play very different roles this month. Yeah. I, um... As I'm saying this, when there's just a snowstorm outside, I hate being cold. I hate it so much. I hate it with the fiery passion of my being. So, like the first 35 minutes, especially mm. when they're like about to die cold. Which is I mean, which one? Like, so many people died of things in the. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like just their general living in the okay. prison camp and then like yeah. them walking and about like I don't understand why we as humans even though I'm a prime example still live in places that are cold. I don't <laughs> Let's all move. <laughs> okay, but the alternative, the hot places conversely. I mean, I guess you don't die from heat. You die from things related to the heat. Yes. So like if I didn't have water, which is, as we learned in the movie, when they went through the hot place. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, you can, like, people, when people make the argument of, like, well, I'd rather be cold than hot because I can always add some layers. And it's like, till a point, and then you can't. So mm -hmm. you can always, like, mm -hmm. it's, if you can find shade when it's hot, you can survive at least, you know, and water, you know. Anyway, so there, there is that element. Um, speaking of like people dying from the heat in this movie, yes, this was also a movie where it took me a large portion of the movie to realize how many famous people were in it. Like Ed oh. Harris, recognized right away. Mm -hmm. Jim Sturgis, mm -hmm. I was like thirty minutes in. I'm like, which. I know Jim Sturgis is in this. When does he appear? And then I'm like, oh my god, he's Janusz, the main character. Yeah. Um, Cersei Ronan did not did not realize until Mike walked in and he was like, oh, Lady Bird. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not watching Lady Bird. <laughs> I probably was like, yeah. I, wait, I know that. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I I thought it was interesting because of like either they're in extreme cold there's like a few times where this is not the case but most of the movie they're either in extreme cold or extreme heat mm -hmm. so extreme cold they're all bundled up most of them have their face covered or mostly covered 
they're all have beards and stuff like that. And in the extreme heat, every single person has like sun blisters and like, but they're still covering their. So it's very hard to tell who, like, what character is what character too. I'm I'm so curious. I wasn't curious enough to look it up because I didn't realize that, that I chose the longest movie ever. Um, so by the time it was over, I was like, I have to go to bed. Um, but I just feel like the makeup and costume design, but especially the makeup for this movie, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I just feel like it, it needs to have won some awards somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, especially like the sun blisters and stuff because it was grotesque and horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't gore, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm sure it was well, you know, doc, like researched. And also, um, the like the swelling of the feet. Mm, yeah. Like, I'm assuming that would would that be makeup or special effects? I think it'd be special effects because I don't think those were her feet. I think those. Oh, were, gotcha. Like cross, like because the way they shot that scene. So that it was nominated. Ugh. Yes, Julie. What have you discovered? It was nominated for an Oscar in 2010 for makeup, mm-hmm. and it lost to Wolfman. The fuck, Aww. Wolfman? 2010. 2010 what was, was that? A big year for me. I probably wasn't watching the Oscars. 2010. I'm so sorry. My brain just stopped. Oh, I really liked it. Like once we got the the girl in the group, mm-hmm. and she started like talking to each one of them but then because it really is just like these guys going through snow for a good 30 minutes and there's there's there there are other things and it's just not my type of movie great but when the girl enters the group she then starts to talk to each one of the fellas but then yeah. as she talks to each one of the fellas she like relays information about another one and then they start to like bond that way because they hadn't been talking about personal things. And, and there's that fun. great acknowledgement at one point where like she calls it out to that. I think she's I think when she's talking to Ed Harris. Yeah. And she's like, You you've been on this way, you haven't talked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is the most expensive movie that I've never heard of. Like this was an expensive filming project. I never heard. I'm trying to think of like, what did I even do in 2010? Where was I? What, like, what was happening in my life that I completely missed a whole ass movie being released? I was. I graduated from college. I started grad school and I got engaged. So like, it was a big year. Oh, okay. You were yeah. Um, it was also when the uh second to last Harry Potter came out. <laughs> the book or the movie. The movie. Okay. I think I was in Texas doing a contract, so maybe they didn't really market it too much in Texas. Yeah, it might have been a very... I was in Tennessee or Georgia for most of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It's so it's so interesting because, like, like, a lot of my notes are like, I'm so sorry. But I don't mean it in the sense that, like, I'm sorry I chose a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Because this was a very good movie. Yeah. It was just very hard to watch. Yeah. Because I I felt so much of what they were experiencing because it was just like so well presented, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, I it reminded me a lot of when we watched Dunkirk because it was mm-hmm. like I think this is a beautiful, fabulous movie. The costuming is on point. The acting is amazing. I hate everything that is happening on screen, though. Like for me, yes. like I hate cold. I hate extreme heat. I hate that they don't know where they're going, but they're all going like, "We know it's this way." Do you? Do you actually know it's this way? I, yeah. When they, um, the whole thing of like, there's water, no, it's a mirage, and they all went anyway, I was like, oh my god, I, I, I can't handle it. Like, I, I was, I was also the belief that it was a mirage, and I was like, I just, I can't handle it if they go this off course, and then, like, what happens? Yeah. It reminded me of the scene in Fable Goes West. Yes. Weirdly, that is the second time in 24 hours mm-hmm. Bible Goes West has come up in conversation. Ooh, what was me. the first? Um, yesterday at works, it came up, and I don't remember the context, but Bible, an American tale, and Bible came up. So, of course, we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, listeners, if you want to listen to our episode on American Tale, uh, it's from last week. Um, I... I feel like there was probably like a lot of training or pre-work done by the actors. Like what it would look like and feel like to be this mm-hmm. hot, don't be this cold. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause a lot of it was like, like, um, I don't, I don't know the correct terminology, so I'll let you tell me, but like just shots of them doing the thing. Yeah. Just walking. There's a um, lot of, walking but it was never like it wasn't boring walking like it it was like and now we're walking in this oh my gosh the mosquitoes oh yeah also another great opportunity for the makeup department Mm -hmm. um but also like it was just like oh my god now they're dealing with mosquitoes like is there anything these poor people don't deal with yeah and i think we I did. I also love the mosquito part because it really shows like how long it takes people to figure out what is happening in like just this is from an anthropologist standpoint or whatever, mm-hmm. but like how long it takes native people to figure out how to live in their environment mm. because you see these men do not succeed to live in any environment because it's not the one they are from. And so they're trying yeah. to adapt and trying to adapt and they change their clothing and they change that. But like the mosquitoes, they are not winning that war. And that's one of the few times they like go to a native person and they go like, Hey, help. And then the native person's like here, but the amount of, the amount of like hundreds of thousands of years to discover that. And I think we just take that for granted because, you know, I hate the cold. Right. But the amount of my life that is easy to survive in the cold because of Mm -hmm. all of these, all of this like discovery and and inventions and like, I just think that that was really cool to see people. We were like, Oh, this harsh, harsh environment. And to be like, no, look at these people living here. It's just not, they are not adapt to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's so many small moments in this film that I look back on, I'm like, oh man, that's such a larger conversation. Like, mm-hmm. 
when they do finally get to Tibet and so they're they're out of communism because they mm-hmm. get to Mongolia they're excited they realize it's communism so they get to Tibet and you know they're they're talking and the American character Ed Harris he's like well I'm I'm gonna go back to America like this is what this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. um, and they all can't fathom that and then um, Yanush is like well I'm I don't want to wait three months until winter's over. I, I want to be in India now. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're having this whole conversation before someone's like, we're, we're free. Like we did it. Yeah. Like, we did it. Yeah. Like, let's take a moment and. But it is like every, like they would not have survived without working together. Mm hmm. But ultimately, like, each of them, like, freedom means something differently. Like, you know, Yanush, like, for him, he's not free until he's able to go home to Poland in, like, 1989. Yeah, let's talk about that. I... We were alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I think that's that's the thing that's so... I, I growing up, you know, you feel like history is so far away, right? And then you realize history is like happening all around you. Mm-hmm. And so to see that be the ending was very like the rest of the film, beautifully done, unsatisfying to watch. There was nothing about this film that made me go like, hmm, you know. And and I think that was the point of like, yeah. you know, it's not satisfying that that we this man was in this turmoil and he like in theory escaped, but he wasn't free to live his true life until nine like forty years or years later, <laughs> decades later, you know, um, and yeah. It was very unsatisfying, everything about it. And that that was the point. It wasn't to be a, a happily ever after, but it was very sad. And it's, it says it's adapted from The Long Walk, A True Story, mm-hmm. by Slavomir Rawich. Mm-hmm. I might have completely, who knows. Um, so I'd be... Curious. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious about the book. Um, yeah, this was just such a. Um, I, I'm just really bad at articulating about this movie, and I think it's like we we get movies like this a few times where we're like, this this movie is real. Like I'm so glad I watched this movie. I never want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A million times. I think the interesting thing about, like, the book is called The Long Walk, right? And this Mm -hmm. is called The Way Back. And I'm wondering if the book has any... I wonder when the book came out, because I'm wondering if he actually went home yet. Mm -hmm. And then the thesis of this movie is for him to get back. And... takes decades yeah that's true because like if it were just the long walk it would end at india but because it's the way back Mm -hmm. 
Um, Ends with him going back. I... Yeah. I would have died so long ago. I th I think there's something... Survival stories are so... Um, hard for me because I don't think I have the tenacity to live and I would like to think that if like really you know I haven't been in a circumstance where I've had to really fight right and maybe if I was I could um, but like the, just the tenacity to live is extraordinary when watching this film it's so interesting because like we'll talk about like if zombies for were real, how would you do? And like, I think that in that case, I would do okay. But when it comes to weather conditions, yeah, like that sort of survival, mm -hmm. I don't think I would do well. I there's an interesting. I think it's a TikTok, um, but it was a woman talking about how like if there was a post-apocalyptic situation or some kind of like mm -hmm. heavy survival situation and there was a lot of men and very few women, she would not want to survive because mm. of what she believes would probably happen. Yeah. Um, um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something you don't think about when it comes to like a survival circumstance, mm -hmm. but we are, <laughs> you know, like we are women and that's something to think about. And so watching this movie and having that like, just that little like inkling of a thought and you see you see that moment mm -hmm. when um i think it's when they're in mongolia mm -hmm. and they drive up they ride they drive up on horseback uh they ride up on horseback mm -hmm. um and that that moment where they ask ed harris if arena is his wife mm -hmm. and he tells them daughter yeah because oh. that protects her more than if he were his she were his wife. Yeah. And that's a very that moment was like And especially because they could have there could have been an inkling in someone to be like, "Ooh, what if we give her away?" Mhm. Mm you know. Yeah. And, and because we've seen we've seen that circumstance happen a lot of times in these and um the fact that they were like no we are protecting her was very sweet and wonderful to watch this is uh, this is weird but you know i'm weird um what was what was like the death that impacted you the most um good question i would i mean I would probably say, honestly, the one that I was like, oh, shit, was when they were all, they were still in the prison, and they were walking through the woods, and people were literally, like, dropping dead on the side, and then the prison guard was like, okay, everyone lower. The first guy that dropped, don't know his name, don't, but, like, there was, it was that, it was kind of an establishing death of, like, mm -hmm. people's mm -hmm. hearts are just gonna give out. Like, it is that yeah. cold. And... There, there's for me <laughs> just going like oh the, it was a temperature check didn't mean it for that uh, but you know going like oh shit these are the conditions that they're in and so 
I don't know. It just for that, it really made me go like, this is this is the seriousness of the situation. And like I knew, but just seeing someone literally go after they were yep. walking. Um, how about you? Mine was also early in the movie. Mine mm-hmm. was after they escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't, I can't even remember the character's name. Their mm-hmm. death impacted me more. But the character that had night blindness. Oh that yeah. When they went off to get firework, didn't make his way back Mm -hmm. and then he has the like the vision and then they find him the next morning i was like oh fuck Mm -hmm. so that's what that's what it was for me yeah i i would not uh irena's death was very like sad you know i think i was I, I really I, I had more anger than sadness because I wanted her to make it. Yeah, it was like, oh God, we're so close. We're but so I get close. it, but we're so close. Yeah, like I I also would have died way before this, like not but yeah, so I yeah. And the full the full circle moment with Ed Harris when he was a like he was about to die and he was mm-hmm. like you ha- like basically like you have to let me go. Like yeah i told you at the start of this getting nice will get you killed yeah like, you can't help me um but that that was like i like that i will say ed harris like everyone acted the shit out of this movie i loved his character arc i think that that was the most yes. beautiful, like i'm going to i'm gonna fucking survive for me and the fact that he just became this like loving father figure and then became like yeah, just a beautiful arc. And Ed, Ed Harris is another one that, like, when I start really thinking about all he's done, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, damn. But I don't always think about all that he's done, you know? Yeah. He's one of those, like, silent sleeper actors, you know what I mean? That, like, you, anytime he's in something, you're like, oh, shit, well, I know it's going to be great. Right. Like, oh, you know, it'd be great in this Ed Harris. You know, like he, you just, and I think it's because that, that you don't ever see him acting either. Yeah, he's like, another Colin one. Farrell, you're like, oh, you're not, you're just these characters. And circling back to our whole reason of watching this, Farrell of February. Oh. Like, once again, Colin Farrell is just so, like. It's like he's not even trying. It's yeah. it's always like he is that character. It's just so nuanced and subtle. And this character easily oh, yeah. could not be. <laughs> this this yeah. This was a a more uh, this character was like a character. Like everybody yeah. in the prison knew him. Um and he could have easily been overplayed by someone else and he was not. Yeah. And probably the hardest lines, honestly, like to find like the real emotion in or to mm-hmm. find the honesty in. And he just was like, All right, I'm here. Lock in yeah, like he's he's talking about his knife. Yeah. I yeah. All right, Julie. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. Okay. One out of ten. Rags full of water that you can squeeze into your mouth when necessary. That it's also how thirsty you are for Colin Farrell. What do you give <laughs> this movie? 
Um, I I give it an eight. It was this was a good damn movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so like honestly I'm so glad for this podcast because I probably would not have watched this movie on my own. Yeah. I would I would give if I the artiste in me gives the movie an eight or a nine. I never want to watch it ever again. No. Um. <laughs> oh no, I feel that I've made that clear. I know that sometimes my my rating is like this is a movie that I could rewatch. I will never watch this movie again. Yeah. <laughs> it has it has moved me in a way that is sufficient for the rest of my life. Once that I'm moving, moving away from it. <laughs> yes. So Julie, what do you have to look forward to? Oh well, listeners, as oh you know, God. we do record this a little bit early, um, so we are recording this, and it is the premiere weekend of The Last of Us on <gasps> HBO. Mm-hmm. I hope that my excitement holds up. I hope that the next time I record, I'm not like, man, what a shit show. Um, but I don't think that'll be the case because everyone seems bought into the show. So I'm just, that's that's what I'm excited about. They're doing, I'm so, all the clickers, they're making like practical, mm-hmm. like with CGI and like, and I'm so, I'm so excited. And I don't have high hopes. I just have trust in it. Like, I'm trusting the people doing it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just confident it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I am looking forward to, I have um, a membership that I pay for a facial massage place. <gasps> and I had a few built up because I was really busy in November and December. So tomorrow I'm going to get a facial, then a massage right after yes. it. <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's everything I wanted. Um, and then I'm gonna watch The Last of Us. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great oh day. God. We'll we'll have to text. We we can't watch it till later. Like we're watching it at like ten. Oh, okay, cool. Cause I have a date, and then I told the date, like we're gonna watch The Last of Us. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening, listeners. Um, buy our merch. Hang out. Like, review, subscribe. All that fun stuff. Um, watch The Last of Us and let us know what you think and thanks for listening bye Bye. the pop culture period piece podcast is a part of the Trident Network to learn more about our videos live shows and other podcasts please visit thetridentnetwork.com